to the unique dog experience. Today's segment is the science of canine behavior. To best illustrate the science of canine behavior, we're going to share a podcast called Dog Dish with Deborah, featuring premier dog trainer Deborah Rosen of Good Citizen Dog. To learn more about Deborah and her positive reward-based training, visit goodcitizendog.com. That's goodcitizendog.com. Now, let's turn to the podcast Dog Dish with Deborah. Thanks for listening to Dog Dish. I'm Deborah Rosen. For the past 15 years, as founder and owner of Good Citizen Dog, I've been helping people by educating them about the science of canine behavior. What I'm going to do is help you create peaceful living with your dog. Hi, I'm Dina, and I'm producing Dog Dish with Deborah. I'm here to help Deborah give you everything you need to have for peaceful living with your dog. Hi, Dina. Hi, Deborah. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great, but I'll get better. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Every day I get to work with dogs and their people is a good day for me. This is going to be Home for the Holidays with Hank. Part two. Part two. Yeah, you're getting fancy with your French, aren't you, girly? I'm getting fancy with my French. Okay. So last time we spoke a little bit about what is involved with the dog coming over during the holidays. There is so much to talk about. That's right. And it's a big day with a lot going on that even we get exhausted by. And it isn't just the trip to fan in the turkey. Right. And it isn't just one day. It's Often it's a series of events that happen. It seems like the month of December is nothing but open houses and gatherings of people. And these are occasions that dogs are not generally accustomed to. And not only that, we forget that all of this extra energy we expend, that we're putting out, freaking out, getting ready, doing this, doing that, they notice that and they don't know why. Right. And and often they get forgotten. We don't give them the exercise they need, which is what one of the things we talked about in the last podcast. But what I'd like to address right now has to do with one of the pet peeves, no pun intended, folks, <laughs> that has to do with guests coming to the door and dogs jumping on them. That's a very prevalent issue. It and is. Even if it isn't the holiday. That can be a very prevalent issue. And we actually did a podcast about that, but this is different. Why don't you let our folks know how this is a little bit different than that previous podcast? I will, t- I will totally do that, Dina. And the thing that's different about the holidays, and it's something to know about dogs and their brains and how they learn or how they fail to learn, which is that dogs don't generalize information very well. And at the holidays, it's different than when people are coming over normally. So let me list it for you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Are you ready? I think our audience just got ready. Okay. So people are all dressed up, right? They're wearing their reds, their greens, their fancy clothes. They're carrying presents. Oh, yes. We like presents. We like presents. We like getting fancy here and there. Dogs like presents. Dogs love presents. They're, They're shiny. They're fancy. They've got all kinds of ribbons on them. We've held them. We've cared for them. We've we've given them an awful lot of attention. What? The presents? Yes. Okay. So the dogs wanted want what we want, you know? Okay. Well but but what I'm saying is that it's it's like a shiny keys. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got those ribbons and all this stuff going on that they're not necessarily accustomed to, but oh boy, look at those things. Right? They're carrying food. They might be coming for a potluck, so they're carrying food. These are all unique issues or 
opportunities for these dogs to say, wow, I want to check that out. Let me jump on you. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So folks, what I want you to do is think about this. Prep the dog. Put the leash on the dog prior to your, your doorbell ringing and redirect the dog. If you have a couple of people, hopefully you do, and one person is assigned to watching the dog, putting the dog on leash, putting the dog in a sit position, perhaps doing some training with the dog as your friends come in the door with their presents and their fancy clothes and their plates of food. One person's attending to the dog. One person is looking at the new folks coming in and greeting them. So that's one thing I would suggest. Excellent. What else would you suggest? The other thing I would suggest is do a little training with the dog while the folks are coming in. In creating the dog's job, their expectations. Giving them a job to do for Mm. sure. Redirecting their attention from the excitement and really focusing them on paying attention. And this would be a good time to have your high value treat handy. And this is something that Dean and I have talked about a great deal. And that could be anything that's in your, that resides in your refrigerator. It might be a few days old. It may be something that's gotten dry. You don't want it anymore. You don't want to throw it out. Give it to the dog. Right? They're expecting that plate that just came over for that potluck during the holidays. They want the high value. So utilizing something like you said, some cheese which I'm not a big fan of per se, but we're dealing with a really specific situation. So we need a real high value treat. We need a high value treat to achieve a high value behavior. That's right. So these are some of the things that I would have you think about with respect to greeting your guests at the door, having a dog that's starting to understand how to behave when these people come in. And basically, Dina, what we're doing is we're taking their attention. We're refocusing it. We're helping them assimilate to or habituate, we call it in, in the training world, habituate to the people coming in the door so that once they're already in and their presence is established, the dog doesn't need to, to get quite as excited as he or she might otherwise become when they weren't attended to in the way that we're explaining to folks. Absolutely. And you know, too, one of the things that's very helpful, I think, is if you did this at Thanksgiving, it might be just a little bit easier at Christmas. Now, if they went to a new house as opposed to the same house with the same routine, you want to employ some of those behaviors to get them used to because they can't generalize this new house. But the more we do these social gatherings, the more they're going to get better at them. That's right. That's right. But these are really handy tips that you can use throughout the year when you have guests come to the house, when you're bringing your dog to someone else's house, if they're welcome. And if your dog is trained well enough, you know, we talked in the last podcast, Dina, about the leave it command and One of the things that I would ask folks to do is when people are coming the door on the leash, bring the dog over to the folks as they're coming in. And if the dog tries to jump, you can, you have a couple of options. You can stand on the leash, thereby preventing the dog from jumping, but quickly tell the dog to sit. And the second that the dog sits, you put a treat in the dog's mouth as you're doing it. And you're not going to just let the dog grab the treat. You're going to hold it while the dog slowly nibbles. You're going to ask your guest to pet the dog on the head at the same time. This is taking their excitement level down a notch. It's actually a desensitizing mechanism. I like that idea and I like giving the dog an opportunity to enjoy the love it wants to share in a way that is more appropriate. Well, it's, yeah, you're, you're basically, you're regulating the dog's excitement by taking it and we're, we call this a delayed delivery or an extended delivery of treat by holding the treat. Some dogs have a hard mouth and they just want to grab your fingers and the treat 
treat all at once and for those dogs this might be a difficult exercise but for the ones that have a little bit more restraint have a softer mouth you're holding that treat sometimes you see them doing it if you're if you watch the dog shows while the judge is examining the dog the the handler will hold the treat while the judge touches the dog all over right, right. so it's the same kind of method but in this case what we're doing is we're holding that treat and allowing the guests to pet the dog and getting the dog accustomed to being petted without getting overly excited at the same time so in essence what you're doing is you're allowing that dog to get to know and experience the guest and also restraining or regulating its behavior at the same time i love that idea and the treat reminds me of getting the paycheck for the job well done yeah so we're giving that reward for us we go to a job and they give us money and then we go buy things shiny bobbles and pay our rent <laughs> but with the dogs they don't have that interest they just want to eat things and smell things and chase and run after things and lick people and lick people and share their joy i love the idea that the treat really is that paycheck for doing that job which is to control the impulse and behave how you care to have them behave that's right that's right and i want to tell you something i um i often take my clients and their dogs to supermarkets not inside because they're not allowed but we stand outside and as people come in and out those that love dogs want to say hi to them and recently we went over to stadium thriftway which is right in our neighborhood and we did a little a little exercise where people came out with and it was a, a wonderful uh, excitable golden doodle named milo i love doodles yeah i do too you love dogs with beards but we had milo who just i mean he's so exuberant he's so sweet but he constantly needs to be reinformed or or retrained that every time he greets someone he needs to sit instead of jump mm mm-hmm. And we, we use the extended delivery or the delayed delivery of the treat while new folks, newcomers, will pet him on the head. And each time he gets better. You know what else is nice about that is they have construction going on by that thrift way. So even in the background, you're getting a little bit of extra subtle desensitizing towards loud noises and weird clangs so that when you are on a walk in a neighborhood that may have something going on, your dog will be less skittish. That's so right. You get a really nice double benefit. He's more concentrated on the people. So again, that helps for that distraction to not be so scary and getting a chance to be reinforced with all those different people in this outdoor environment that's the ticket going on that's That's the ticket well listen folks thank you so much for tuning in this has been home for the holidays with hank part two part two thanks deborah thanks dina for 15 years good citizen dog has been the premier destination for dog training Good Citizen uses the most modern, positive, reward-based training techniques. Good Citizen Dog is creating peaceful living with your dog. For more information about services or for franchise information, go to goodcitizendog.com. That's Citizen with a Z. Or call 855-936-3649. That's 855-936-3649. Thank you for tuning in to the Unique Dog Experience. For all things Unique Dogs, visit uniquedogs.com. That's U-N-E-E-K-D-O-G-S.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and our podcast is available on iTunes, YouTube, and SoundCloud.